Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. An on-demand audio presentation of RedPeachSports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? 8 o'clock hour off and running voice, or was the voice of the New Orleans Saints, Jim Henderson, with a classic call. Yes. Doesn't get much better than that for him. Um, man, I'm laughing because two things. One, I just found out that you hate being called camera boy. Yeah. And two, you got a little premature good morning there. Yeah. I hope it came. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, Jim Henderson, one of the goats, um, the only voice I've ever known for New Orleans Saints football. Well, Thirty-one seasons. Yeah, been doing it longer than I've been alive, um, and you know that 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 I'm glad that he got to be a part of that Super Bowl yeah. and got to call that because you know he's been around for some really bad times. Uh, horrible football. Horrible football. Uh, it's good to see that you know later in his career he got to see some really great football. So the Saints make do or do right, and they now give him a Super Bowl ring after these all these years. Did he not get one? I, I didn't realize he didn't get one. Man, yeah, got to right. Then do you accept it if you're Henderson? Yeah. <laughs> Where were you after the Super Bowl season? I'm surprised they didn't get. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't make much sense to me either. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Do right, do right and, and give the man a Super Bowl ring. Former English teacher, professor, uh, a rarity in our business. Yeah. A true gentleman, a true professional. Jim Henderson, one of the best. Uh, after 31 seasons, calling it quits. On the TV side, of course, he made a huge name for himself down at WWL back when they were just a huge powerhouse and, and they dominated the TV scene down in New Orleans with their sports department. Uh, he since left there and now he's uh, was with Fox 8 Sports doing some side work for them and it consisted of some commentaries during the football season. It was certainly must-see uh, TV. Also hanging that portion of it up. So now Henderson will be out fishing for a majority of his time. And he basically is looking forward to uh, just getting the opportunity to be a fan now. Actually go to a game and not have responsibilities of calling a game. Yeah, I mean, that's that doesn't... Yeah, that doesn't suck either, you know, getting it going as a fan. But he'll probably you, get pretty good seats. You, well, I hope so. But you know he's going to miss it. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's going to miss calling Saints games. Uh, Fox 8 Sports uh, had a great interview with uh, Jim Henderson just on his career. And he was asked on uh, why calling it quits now. Midway through the season when they're in that eight-game winning streak, and I was really enjoying it. He's running to the pylon and walks in. So I didn't want to overstay my welcome, and I wanted to get out when I was feeling good about the team, feeling good about the broadcast, seeing the city uplifted and happy again about the football team. And even though it didn't end quite the way any of us wanted to, it was a hell of a year. And I figured, you know, that's a good way to go out. And hmm. huh. He's right. Uh, the other thing is, you know, he could have done it where he could have made the announcement he's going to have one more year, but that, that's not his style because then 
all the attention would be focused on him, and they'd have this big grand farewell tour, and it'd be a deal where, oh, could this be Henderson's last game in the booth? This way, you know, it just ends. It's 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 the way it should be done. But right. on the flip side, if you're him and you're looking at this franchise and you're looking at this team and you're looking at next year and you're thinking, man, they got another golden well, opportunity to make a run at this thing. I got another opportunity to call some just classic games. Sure, but to me it kind of sounded like he was already thinking about calling it quits and was just waiting for the perfect moment. And, you know, as they went on that awesome run, I think he said, yeah, this is this is the way I need to go out. So many great calls throughout his uh, career that span over three decades. The one you heard at the top of the hour, of course, uh, the classic, uh, the call with Hartley's kick that got the Saints into the Super Bowl. He was asked, uh, was that just off the cuff or was that something he thought about leading into the game against the Vikings? It was right up here mowing the lawn. I, was, I would think about in moments like that, you know, what would I say if the Saints ever won the Super Bowl? And there had been people that you'd see in the stands with pigs fly or hell freezes when the Saints were playing well. And I thought, you know, if the Saints ever won the Super Bowl, I would say pigs have flown, hell has frozen over, the Saints have won the Super Bowl. Well, then when it came down to the Hartley kick, and it was such a climactic moment, it won the game, and there was such a great relief, I thought, in the back of my mind, I said, you know, maybe I better not press my luck. Maybe I better just go ahead and use this call for whatever it's worth now. And it became, it almost became a symbol of the 2009 season. Memorable uh, afternoon, late afternoon there for the game against uh, the Vikings. But then ultimately you look at that night against the Falcons, the reopening of the Superdome, and what that must have been like for uh, Jim Henderson and others as they prepare for that ball game and then the way it was played, it played out. Here's Henderson on that memorable night, the reopening of the Superdome. That night was the most emotional moment I've ever been a part of, far more so than the Super Bowl running everything and going back to the Dome for its, for its reopening. And I've told this story before too, Hokie and I were crying as we walked into the Dome. The emotion was so great, I was afraid I was gonna lose it with everything that happened in the course of that game. That's cool. So many great moments, and of course, uh, the one that, of course, perhaps caps it all off, the fact that the Saints win a, uh, a Super Bowl. Here's what it sounded like with uh, Jim Henderson and Hokie as the Saints celebrated in Miami. Get ready to party with the Lombardi, New Orleans. It's already, it's already started, I promise you, my friend. <laughs> oh, the miracle crazy. in Miami has happened. Great stuff. Yeah. Tony says he was one of the best in the business, period. He called plays with enthusiasm, even when it was the opposing offense. He was one of the very few away team voices you could enjoy from either side. Mm, well said. Yeah. Uh, Jake, uh, his theory is he's leaving because he's tired of being in the booth with Deuce McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> the hater over We're just here. having fun with Deuce. <laughs> Deuce is a, was a rookie, you know, broadcaster. He was trying to get used to it. and uh, This was his second year, well, though, right? He's still a rookie, right? <laughs> He, he acted like a rookie sometimes. Yeah. Kind of. I know you play-by-play -play guys hate when the color commentator steps on your moment, mm. and Deuce had a couple of those. Mm. He did that a couple times this year. A couple. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm trying to be nice. Yes. Trying to oh, be this nice. is going to be an attractive job for someone to land, though. It'll be interesting yeah. to see who the Saints go with. Uh, you always talk about you don't want to be the guy that follows the guy in the coaching sure. business. 
How about the guy that's got to follow, of course, uh, Jim Henderson in the Saints booth? Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. But I, I do want to further shine the light on the fact that he did not announce that it was his last year and that he did, you know, do it this way and, and did not, you know, take the attention away from the team. I, I love that. And with the way journalism it continues to evolve and you see more journalists getting involved in stories, I think that's uh, that's something we need to celebrate and the one thing that was fascinating for those in the business, though, uh, the announcement did come out on the first day of ratings. And, of course, uh, different organizations were prepared for this announcement from mm-hmm. Jim Henderson. It caught some by surprise, but others, of course, were ready for it. Uh, we certainly appreciate that sound from Fox 8 Sports. No doubt. Uh, real quick, I want to touch on something that I saw yesterday. This is kind of uh, switching gears on you, Aaron. So SB Nation did this story where they were taking teams and and trying to come up with who has the most production coming back, which team. And Michigan State was. They had 92% of their total uh, production returning next year, which is pretty cool. Now, how they did this, you can go to SBNation.com, and you can can read how they came up with this. And I'll I'll read this one uh, paragraph where they try to tell you how they did it. It says, we use the best tools we have, even if they're not that great. We try to derive value from offensive line starts because it's the only individual measure of offensive linemen that we have. And it says, like, you can't get much from he's one of Team A's five preferred linemen 16 times since he started school here. Meaning that, you know, it's not a perfect, um, it's not a perfect formula, but it does try to take what's best available. And, you know, some people would say, like, a quarterback is way more important to get back than you know, a receiver. So it's not a perfect philosophy, but I think it's still cool. And why am I bringing this up? Well, ULM is 15th on that list. They are returning, according to SB Nation, 78% of their total production. And what's even better about this is – they're only returning 70% of their defense production. And a lot of people say, well, you know, their, their defense struggled last year. And, yes, they dealt with a lot of injuries. But 86% of that offense returns, 86%. Wow. And that's what's ex- – and, of course, you know, Caleb Evans being the highlight of that. But I just thought that was cool because, you know, when you think back to ULM season last year, um, I, what I think about is the, the offensive numbers that team produced and the, the points that they put on the board, no matter who the opponent was. So – very exciting time for ULM, and I, I just think that's a, another good stat to, to bring up if you're a Warhawk fan. Uh, we're always looking for a good review. You had an opportunity to uh, check out and watch the newest uh, 30 for 30 last night, the two Bills. Uh, is it worthy of our time, Jake? I would say so. It's not as good as, you know, some people were, were trying to, you know, they're trying to get ratings. I get it. But, um I, th- I still feel like both guys were reserved and, and held back a lot in that interview. Um, but at the same time, it was cool seeing them reminisce. And, you know, what they would do is they would bring up old clips and the two coaches would talk about it. But here's some things that, that I took away from it. The shot, they showed some highlights of the Giants 49ers game uh, back then. And the shot that Montana took on, on one of those interceptions, dude, it was like a car wreck. Like, it would be so outlawed in today. And it just kind of reminds you that, yeah, football was that violent back then. So the guy that hit him would have been banned for the year. Uh, well, I would, you know, that's hyperbole. Yeah. That's a little much. But, man, he would have definitely suffered, suffered some kind of fine and some kind of suspension because whew, it was bad. I didn't even see who hit him. It could have been LT. But, man, 
he got absolutely blown up. That seeing that kind of brought me back to oh yeah, that's how football was. Um, another thing was those old Denver Bronco unis. God, those are beautiful. Why did they ever go away from those? <laughs> Dude, Elway was out there rocking, you know, the blue helmets, the baby blue helmets. Oh, those things are, are just amazing. And really, most of the uniforms I saw uh, from back then, I was like, yeah, that looks better than today's. That looks better than today's. I don't know why people have to change, you know, stuff like that. The things that stand out from the documentary, the uniforms <laughs> from the Broncos. From Dude, Jake. they're beautiful. They're, they're beautiful. <laughs> Uh, also, you'll you'll probably be the only one that appreciates this one. I didn't know Marv Albert called NFL games, yeah. or I didn't remember him calling NFL games. When I was growing up, I always remembered him calling NBA games, and uh, so I thought that was funny hearing his voice for an NFL game. Another thing, now getting more into the, the more important stuff, I didn't know about the tension between Parcells and Kraft, um, the whole grocery mm-hmm. list thing. Yeah, and great. A uh, buddy of mine actually asked uh, that question, re- referenced it, and then, of course, that led to Parcells' epic uh, response. Really? Yeah. Wow. That, that's awesome. Uh, and I, so I didn't realize there were rumors, like, going into the Super Bowl that he was leaving for the Jets. Like, the Giants are about to play in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and there, there are these rumors. Or, or uh, the Patriots. Sorry, this was when it was with the Patriots. But uh, it, it, was, it was crazy to me that – you know, you would let something like that leak, and and then the story behind Belichick becoming the head coach twice and never coaching an actual game. He became the coach twice for the New York Jets, and that just it's it's worth watching because I didn't know about a lot of that stuff. And you know, you see, you, you remember, you know, Parcells was with the Patriots, Parcells was with the Jets. Like I remember all that stuff, but but I was so young at the time, I didn't know uh, the behind the scenes story, and it's it's fascinating. Belichick loosen up a little bit? A little bit. But I will say, you know, they were showing some old clips of him when he was younger. He was way more loose back then. Well, that NFL life, the thing uh, on the NFL Network, uh, the documentary on him and, you know, him on his boat. I think they used uh, – well, I think they used some interviews from that uh-huh. in this. But, um, no, the uh, – what what struck me was the press conference where he announced that he would – he would resign as the Jets coach immediately after Parcells resigned uh, because that came as a shock as everybody. Dude, he was just open like a book. Like mm-hmm. he was he was telling how it was. He was honest about everything. And that's just night and day from today where he's just like, meh, meh, you know, just barely giving you anything. So I, it was cool. I, I, I definitely recommend watching it. It's not as as great. Like you're not going to. For those who who were older than me and, and remember that time, you're not going to find out anything new. Yeah. Like you, I doubt you would find out anything new by watching it. But it might be fun to kind of revisit that stuff and, and remember how chaotic that situation was with the Jets. Read into it what you may. Uh, how about the fact that uh, Belichick actually took a break last night from uh, Super Bowl preparations and went to uh, the Bucks and Timberwolves game, taking in an NBA game last Belichick night. Belichick did. Yeah. Wow. Shots of him and his uh, wife sitting there in the front row. How about that? Yeah. 888-993-7762. It is the morning drive. We're back after this. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road car king. We treat you like royalty. We 
earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a -a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe, LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Got a couple texts here, 888-993-7762. Keep them coming. Uh, Elements, things that you have to have for a good Super Bowl party. Jake says you have to have squares. Squares, you say you have to have a good dip. Yeah. Not corn dip, though. I can't do the mayo. I just can't do it. Corn dip, I agree with Kevo. That is a huge priority. I like the sliders idea, too. You got to have something to come back to snack on and and move on. Yeah, but uh, go with the cheese dip. You can't go wrong with the cheese. Cream cheese with a little uh, of the jelly on top of it. Cheese, man. You don't like the cream cheese with jelly on top? I don't even think I've ever had that. Ooh. That's a staple. Okay. Good part. Anyway, what you got on the text line? Uh, Kevo says, just FYI, I just read this. Don't know if you guys have seen this. Shiano may be replacing Patricia as Pat's D coordinator. Interesting. Yeah, uh, apparently. I hope that works out for him. Just considering uh, what that guy has gone through. Yeah, the throwing of the bus yeah. with the whole Tennessee thing. Uh, so according to NBC Sports Boston, uh, the Patriots are expected to interview Shiano uh, for the defensive coordinator vacancy after the Super Bowl. So, yeah, could see them reunite. All right, you got some facts and figures for the big game. Uh, what should we be looking for? What stands out the most? Well, uh, so I mentioned this earlier in the in the week. I think that if you look at this historically, if you look at the Patriots in the Super Bowl, if you look at you know games that are on NBC, and <laughs> what what does that matter? And really, but I think it's interesting to point out all signs point to a fun Super Bowl matchup because five of the Pats' seven Super Bowl appearances have been decided on a score in the last two minutes. Mm. And that's why ultimately we all took the Eagles with the, the plus five. Um, but, you know, uh, of those five, and actually a sixth, by the way, featured a, a winning touchdown with. 202 left on the clock, and then that came down with the, the Malcolm Butler interception where they, 
eventually secured the victory. But the underdog is five and one against the spread in Super Bowls with the Patriots as well. Another good stat for us picking the Eagles. Um, and NBC's three Super Bowl games since getting the rights back in 2006 were determined by four points, and that was the the Pittsburgh uh, Arizona game in 2009, the uh, Pats Giants game in 2012, and then the 2015 game where the Pats and Seahawks played. So history serves well. I think we're in for a tight Super Bowl game. It's going to come down to the last two minutes. I like this game obviously being uh, close, but with that said, if uh, Foles and the Eagles get off to a slow start, this yeah. thing could turn ugly I agree. quickly. I agree. You're going to need Foles to, to come out sharp, and uh, you know, hopefully he can carry that momentum over from the NFC Championship. And we've said it numerous times, though. This is not the Patriots team that's just going out there and just putting a whooping on teams. I mean, we're not talking about 40-10 uh, scores with this. No, it's not the O seven team. Yeah. No, it's not. And, and this defense, like I've been saying, is susceptible to, to points. We've seen it all year long. I know they just had a great, you know, game against the Jaguars, but need I remind you that Blake Bortles is the Jaguars quarterback. Mm. Um, I, you know, I was hesitant at first. I didn't know how much Nick Foles had left. I didn't know how much he'd be able to contribute after being away from the game like he, like he had been. But Nick Foles looks like the old Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. And the old Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Blake Bortles. And you know Peterson's going to come up with a good game plan. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they attack the Patriots defense. All right, a lot of mornings I come in here when I'm talking to you, the millennial, I certainly feel like an old-timer. It makes me curious what Tom Brady must feel like in that uh, locker room a lot of different times, just with the youngsters, him being 40. How about this stat? Uh, the ages of uh, Tom Brady's current receivers when he won a Super Bowl – in 2005. So in 2005, when Brady celebrating that world championship, at that time, Brandon Cooks was 11 years old. Wow. That's funny. Uh, Gronk was a, a 15-year-old raising, raising hell somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and in high school. Can you imagine Gronk in high school? Yeah. Amadola was the uh, the old-timer uh, back then. At the, in 2005, he was... 19 years old and at that point he's probably thinking boy one day i'm gonna be catching passes from that guy tom brady sure yeah i'm sure he thought that very likely right uh hogan 17 uh james white 13 back in 2005 that's funny yeah so you're you're asking how does he relate to these guys well, i don't know how he relates but i just think sometimes he's just like dude i am getting up here my body may feel like no, my body may feel watch. like i'm 22 years old so i have a confession i watched a little bit of tom versus time how, how can you watch just a little bit and I, not I be fully watch, engaged and I continue to watch? I literally watched half an episode. And, and how, to, can you cl- how can you click that off? I had to go do something. I can't remember. But yeah. um, I watched how – it was fine. It, the reason I bring that up is because – Fine. He, he related – I watched the social one because you talked about how yeah. that was cool seeing them be When they were in Big Sky? Yeah. Yeah, they were – Having fun. The thing that I also taken away from the social aspect, they show them working hard in the morning and working out, and then after that they go have some fun. And I am sure if I was New England management, I'm going back and watching that and seeing Tom Brady on a mountain bike uh, going through the mountains. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> With a GoPro strapped to the uh-huh. bicycle, and you uh-huh. can tell. Yeah, no, not good. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm surprised that's not, not in his, his contract. contract. Yeah. yeah. But – uh. I, you said that this kind of makes you like Tom Brady yeah. more. 
Not me, man. Yeah. Because they had that conversation when his body guy was yeah. working on him. And giving him body massage. coach. He likes body coach, not body guy. <laughs> his body guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were just like having that conversation, with, which I, I, I agree more w- w- with Brady and them. But the way they were going about it, I was just like, oh, this is, this is annoying because they were not going to hear whatever Edelman yeah. had to say and mm-hmm. whatever. But the whenever they went and played golf yeah. and he made the hole in one and he's like, Shouting obscenities and it wasn't a hole in one. He just made a long putt. But go ahead, long putt. Sorry, okay. he made a long putt. Yeah, but what is golf? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he made a long putt, and then he starts shouting obscenities, and I'm like, this guy. I see why people hate him, just because he he's good at everything. On the out, he's good at everything, yeah. and he seemingly has it all. Yeah. So why? I mean, why would you? I don't know. It just seems like Manning was more of a Manning was just more of a people person, uh, I, I feel, and he just seemed more realistic. Like, he seemed like he had You think some of that stuff you felt staged to you? Mm, no. Right. It didn't feel staged. It didn't. Bottom line is, uh, Jake over here doesn't like Tom Brady. I, I don't love him. I don't hate him. Yeah. I don't love him. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Mm. Yeah, you got the, the best life in America. We get it. <laughs> Nobody's better than you. We get it. <laughs> And you didn't get to the part where then later in the day he's modeling different clothes sitting on a car. Oh, I would have really turned it <laughs> yes. off then. I'd have turned that off so quick. Sean says, Jake, the player that blew up Montana was former LSU Tiger Leonard Marshall. Cool. Mm-hmm. Fun fun tidbit. Uh, here's another uh, tidbit. Uh, Nick Foles can become the first starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl championship after starting the season on the bench as a backup. First time since? Tom Brady. Yeah. Nice. 2001. Very cool. Very, very cool. So I didn't remember just hearing you and the teller talk about it, the conversation going in. People thought Bledsoe was going to play. I don't remember that. I thought Todd Brady was was set to play. I didn't realize Bledsoe was was that healthy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the thing, of course, the the Rams were the the favorite in that game. I I remember that. They were uh, an incredible offensive show, and the way the Patriots just hung around, and then ultimately, you know, Adam Venateri does what he does, kicks just a, a thrilling field goal to win it. Vinatieri's the goat among kickers, right? I mean, he has to be, right? Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, I was there. The thing that stands out the most, just uh, you two, favorite, uh, one of my favorite, you know, groups playing at halftime. <laughs> one of your favorite boy bands? Yeah, it was good. What's the guy's name? Bruno? Uh, Bono. 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 That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost called him Bruno. 888-993-7762. Coming up next, we're going to continue to break down this game. We're going to tra- take a trip to Minneapolis. I don't know if it's above uh, zero degrees yet this morning. Adam Winkler has been braving the elements. He will give us a report from Minneapolis after the break. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price, for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road car king. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. 
If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe. 355-8595. Taco, Taco Bendito. Get the taco habit at the sign of the mass rabbit. For your super party Sunday, it's Taco Bandito for a party to go. From our six-layer dips and chips to our grown-up green icy by the gallon, it's a super party to go when you drive through Taco Bandito. I cook it and service speedo at Taco Bandito. Taco Bandito on Forsyth Avenue in Monroe and Warren Drive at Cypress Street in West Monroe. This is the famous Bud Light Beer. It's not easy to brew beer this easy to drink. It takes attention to detail to get something to taste this smooth. Which is why Bud Light is tasted by brewmasters every step of the way. Hey, it's a tough job, but for you and your friends, it's worth it. Bud Light. We don't just brew beer. We brew beer for friends. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer. Anheuser-Busch. St. Louis, Missouri. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe. Guys, you're looking for a unique gift idea for Valentine's Day. How about a relationship checkup with Amber White and the staff at Firm Foundations Counseling in Monroe? Every year you go to your physician for your yearly routine checkup. Twice a year you go to the dentist for a cleaning and checkup. Yet how often do you go to a professional therapist for a checkup on the most important relationship in your life? That, of course, being your marriage. A lot of hosts at Sports Talk 97.7 are taking the relationship checkup, and you should, too, mention the morning drive. To receive a special discount on your initial visit, call uh, Firm Foundations Counseling today at 654-7010. That's 654-7010. Mention the morning drive, and you will get a special discount on that visit. Go online to myfirmfoundations.com for more information. A guy that may need to uh, visit Amber White, considering he's been gone from his lovely wife for about a, a week or so. That being my buddy up in Minneapolis. He works now in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. He's covering the Super Bowl for the second consecutive year, that being Adam Winkler. What up, bud? Good morning, Aaron and Jake and Hate. Speaking of wives, happy birthday to your bride. Oh, man. <laughs> this guy does his research or what? How did you know that? Hey, I interviewed Ryan Allen for you the other day, and speaking about kicking your coverage, I mean, come on. (laughs) Uh, Jake said that on the air earlier this week, and he goes, how did you get Winkler to chace down uh, Ryan Allen? That's how how much you've done for me, Aaron. Uh, And he's the one. I mean, come on now. Let's end this uh, Hallmark moment. Uh, Okay, (laughs) let's go here first. Could you possibly live in Minneapolis? I mean, every day I see uh, these media schmoes up there moaning and complaining about uh, the conditions up there. What's the temperature right now? Currently, the actual temperature, not the wind chill, is minus 8 degrees. (laughs) I don't know how human beings do it. I seriously don't. Like, I don't know how they don't just go to sleep and hibernate for three months. It is... (laughs) Unbelievable. The wind chill right now is negative 17, and the sun is out, guys. I just, it, it doesn't make any sense how, how – I, I just – I don't know. It's the coldest I've ever been. I, I mean, uh-huh. Obviously, when you go skiing, it's not like this. It's just 
It is absolutely miserable. You spoiled media types. You've been outside for a grand total over the course of the last two days for, what, 10 minutes, walking from the vehicle <laughs> into the Mall of America? This is true. I mean, the, the walk inside from the <laughs> shuttle is probably 125 yards, but it's a terribly, terribly biting 125 yards. But we did take a winter excursion. I didn't want to okay. just come up here for eight days and hibernate. All right, I want to get into that. Before we get into this big game, uh, you actually had the experience of curling, snowmobiling, and did you do some uh, ice fishing? Uh, no ice fishing. That just seems really stinking boring to me. It's one thing to be on a boat in the middle of the Gulf in the summertime, but to sit in a heated hut and just and hope something bites your line in a hole, that sounds terrible. So we didn't do ice fishing. We played ice golf, um, and it was, it was great. We, I mean, we wanted to come up here and – realize figure out what the heck people do uh in the wintertime and so we uh we did got a curling lesson from a two-time u.s olympian allison pottinger oh yeah well known yeah uh, so curling want, overrated curling underrated party? uh properly rated curling curling is awesome it is so much harder than it looks like i thought it would be like a combination of like shuffleboard and golf it's it's not it's like it's like bowling on ice 10 times harder than that it's just you'd you'd be good at it because she told me that the reason i couldn't get uh enough juice on my rocks is because i didn't have enough leg drive and i need to hit the gym <laughs> Kind of uh, that line right there is pretty good. Uh, sports director <laughs> from uh, WTKR, uh, Adam Winkler, joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. All right, uh, set the scene oh, for Shelby. us. Just, I know Stuart Shelby. Yeah, uh, just set the scene for us, uh, this media row, this circus inside the Mall of America. We saw, of course, the little uh, brouhaha with some of the media members from Houston. <laughs> What's it like as you're hanging out in the food court? It is unlike any Super Bowl setting um, obviously, I can remember this is my third Super Bowl, but I mean, most members of the media are saying this is unlike anything else. I mean, you are in the middle of the largest mall in the country, and the media center kind of takes up the first, second, and third floors of the food court, which is a good idea because you're like, oh, okay, cool. You know, there's meals there and, you know, plenty of room, except it's not closed down to the public. So you've got just a bunch of dudes in jerseys who are coming and trying to take pictures of media members and take pictures of all these athletes and, and, and celebrities that are coming to Radio Row. And it's like, it's, it's not a circus. It's like a zoo. Like, you feel like a zoo animal because they're just there trying to Snapchat and Instagram and take pictures of you and they're shouting and these Eagle fans are carrying on. And it's just, it's bizarre. And then you can just go shopping. There's five different lid stores. There's a couple jewelry stores. It's just, it's very unique. But it turns out the reason they had to do it here, they've only got one convention center, and that's downtown, and that's where the Super Bowl experience is. So they needed another place indoors where people didn't have to walk outside because it's negative seven degrees. All right, Adam. Uh, you've done count, countless interviews uh, this week, a lot of one-on-ones, a majority of course, uh, you're in with everybody else, uh, trying to elbow people out of the way to get your question in. Biggest takeaways of what you've learned over the last week from the Vikings and the, the not Vikings, the Eagles and the Patriots. Um, 
probably that the Eagles, this whole, you know, narrative of, you know, yeah, they're playing the underdog card and yeah, they're, you know, they like to be counted out. I kind of believe it. They they are really relaxed. They are very, very laid back. Last year in, in Atlanta, or last year in Houston, Atlanta had a little bit di- of a different vibe. It just, it, it felt like, you know, they were, they were really trying to, to put on a show. They were, you know, not, not, not a chip on their shoulder. It just, it just feels different with this Eagles team. Like they really are kind of relaxed. They are kind of just, okay, yeah, it's the Patriots. We don't care. We're in the Super Bowl. So I, I don't know what that says. I mean, they, they can come out and get their doors blown off. I don't know, but they are, they are really relaxed and, um, not just happy to be here, and and that's probably that's probably my biggest takeaway. But I I, I feel like that was a Freudian slip that you had about Vikings. Mm. These fans in Minnesota are so angry at the Eagles. It is mm. not funny. Like they every chance they get to say something negative about the Eagles or their fans, they do because they are so butthurt about what happened in the NFC Championship. Mm. We all know about the Patriots' way. Can you see the difference the way that they're handling the media for a week like this compared to the way the Eagles are? Yes, so much. So we actually, um, I mean, talking to Ryan Allen, I mean, he 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 sounded like a mini Coach Belichick. Like he, you know, he he just wouldn't, you know, wouldn't come out there, wouldn't talk about himself. I mean, he's been a game changer, and we're giving him a chance to toot his own horn and. Wouldn't toot his own horn, and then we uh, the Patriots running backs coach who uh, he's from our market, uh, grew up in our in, in Suffolk, and uh, went to school at William and Mary. He's been with the Patriots for 21 seasons. He was there before Brady, before Belichick. So we're sitting down to interview him the other day and give him a chance to you know tell his story and and, and give some shouts out to the hometown. And he's just like, hey, I've got a, it's a great opportunity, surrounded by some great people. Uh, you know, yeah, it's nice to win. I'm like, dude, you were there when Pete Carroll was there. You know what it's like to not win. You know, talk about what it's like to be on top of the mountain. He's like, yeah, Tom Brady, he he's great. I mean, he work, he's the hardest working athlete I've ever been around. And it's, it's just they're all brainwashed, man. They're they're all the same person. Belichick has them all trained, and that is why they are who they are. Flip side, one of our favorites, of course, a former NLU quarterback, Doug Peterson. By all the, everything you hear and, of course, see, it appears he's handling this situation with uh, the grace that you would expect. He's been great. I mean, you would have no idea that this is his, his second year at the at the helm. He, uh, I mean, he, he looks like a guy who's, who's been in that. And that's another thing, like listening to Dan Quinn last year, he just didn't seem as relaxed, and and maybe that's more about just their personality and how they how they carry themselves. And you know, Peterson was groomed by Andy Reid, and Quinn was groomed by Pete Carroll, and we know that he's wound so tight. So I mean, maybe that has something to do with it. But but it is cool. I mean, we you know, I, I know you did a great story. You're gonna do a great story with Doug Doug's mom and all the connections you know locally up in Northeast Louisiana. I mean, I, we we played in Doug Peterson's golf tournament at squire creek up until uh i moved in with my now wife a few years back i i had that mug from our second place finish uh at the doug peterson celebrity classic wish i wouldn't have had to throw that away but it's neither here nor there (laughs) all right uh give us one or two or three things that we should look for in this game that you think 
will be the difference makers? Um, I want to see the Eagles long snapper. He's from Old Dominion. He's, he's from Norfolk. First ever Old Dominion product to snap in the game, Rick Lovato. Uh, oh, come on, Adam. you got to come stronger than that. You're, that's your number one thing you want to see from this game. That's what I'm going to be looking for. Uh, no, oh. I, I, I want to see I want to see if the Eagles can get heat on Tom Brady. I mean, I, I feel like not a whole lot of people expected the Jaguars to play with the Patriots the way they did, and that was all about because TB12's timing was off. Maybe it was his thumb. Who knows? So if, if the Eagles' defense can – can put some pressure on on Brady. I think they they're going to have a shot. Um, and I also want to see how Nick Foles performs on this stage. I mean, he's I covered the kid. He's from Austin. Um, he had the game of his life against the Vikings. I mean, he, it was just like uh, out of this world moment. I want to see. I mean, Belichick having two weeks to dissect him. Um, I want to see if he can if he can handle handle that moment. So I mean. And that's kind of cliche, defensive line and you know, and quarterback. But I really think that's what it's gonna it's gonna come down to. I mean, the Patriots are gonna have some random running back who's gonna score three touchdowns that we've never heard of. He's gonna screw up all your Super Bowl prop bets. But that's just what they do. That's the that's the Patriots' way. Give me the Patriots to win, Eagles to cover. All right, uh, Jake and I were discussing this earlier in the week. Just the number of questions that these players and coaches have to continue to answer throughout the week. Is there almost set in now on this Friday? a little bit of a fatigue where everybody's just ready for this thing to take place on Sunday. Yes, and, and I totally, I mean, I don't know why, and now I know why the Patriots don't come until Monday. They don't fly until right before media night because it is just, it's just a grind. Like, you're here, and especially now that you're in the mall, like, these guys can't go out to get, like, a bite to eat or anything because there's fans just stalking their hotel. They're just out there waiting for them to come out to take pictures of them like zoo animals. So, it is it is a grind for these guys, and I and I do think that experience matters. So I, I think that could play a factor. The fact that Tom Brady has played in as many Super Bowls as the Eagles' entire roster combined, but again, the Eagles are are relaxed. So uh, so we'll see we'll see how it all plays out. All right, prediction. What's going to happen, Adam Winkler, sports director at WTKR in Norfolk? All right, so I said Patriots to win, Eagles to cover. So give me. 21-17 New England. Nice. You sticking around for the game? Yes, we fly out Sunday night if we haven't died of frostbite. <laughs> Monday night. I said Monday night, right? That what, uh, I said Monday yeah. night. Yeah, we leave Oops. Monday night. Uh, well done, bud. Appreciate it. Uh, people out there want to follow you uh, for the Super Bowl. What do they need to do? Twitter handle is Adam Wink Sports. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, and then my bosses would appreciate it if I say WTKR.com. All right, one final thing. Uh, Joey Trappe, our buddy, joins us after the break. We used to play uh, cards together. Joey Trappe playing cards, Tom Brady or Nick Foles? <laughs> Nick Foles because, uh, well, I don't know. Mike Kern was Nick Foles, so, uh, mm-hmm. so somewhere – I'll, I'll give him Carson Wentz. Joe, Joey Trappe could be Carson Wentz. We didn't even ask. You, you cover the Redskins on a weekly basis. Uh, real quickly, uh, how is this oh thing playing out? What is the reaction in Washington? Um, everybody that we've talked to hates the trade, um, not because of Alex Smith, because they gave up Kendall Fuller, who was the top-rated slot cornerback in the NFL. But people are thinking they they weren't.
weren't going to re-sign Kirk Cousins. So you have to eliminate the thought of they traded Alex Smith for Kirk Cousins. Kirk was gone. That wasn't an opportunity. So you needed stability at the quarterback position. You either draft Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson, 13th overall, or you trade for Alex Smith. They did as well as they could with a situation they royally screwed up. So that's kind of the uh, the reaction. But, yes, it absolutely threw our week here for a loop. All right. Thanks, Adam. Sorry, that was my final question. Thanks, bud. Stay Y'all have a great weekend. See you. Bye-bye. You too. Thanks. Adam Weekly. I, I nearly forgot. Yeah, yeah. you did. Um, so what, what is your prediction? You, you took the Eagles, but do you actually think the Patriots are going to win? Yeah, Patriots are going to win by three or four points. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't know if you said that or not. Thanks, for, thanks for writing down uh, the picks. During I the wrote down the picks. I didn't write down what you asked. I got the about. under, and I got the Eagles getting five points. But I like the Patriots winning okay. by the slimmest of margins. Okay. Let's Good. take a timeout. Coming up next, our parting shots on the morning drive. New Year, New You. Let Pata's Barbecue help with eating healthy. Our meats are smoked, and we have low-carb sides. Beef, turkey, chicken, ribs, and pulled pork, all slow-cooked and full of flavor. Eat healthy at a low price. Try one of our lunch specials, chicken and sausage with two sides for $6.99, or get a fourth of a chicken and two sides for $4.99. So come on in to Pata's. Drive through or use a waiter out for delivery. Two locations, 165 North in Monroe, or Splane Drive next to Walgreens in West Monroe. Pata's Barbecue, serving the South's best barbecue since 1977. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price, for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. Growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318 255 5980 for more information or visit legacyrehab.net. Legacy Rehabilitation. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly sunny skies with cool temperatures in the forecast for today with a high 48 degrees. Partly cloudy skies, very cold tonight, a low 32. Cloudy skies with a 50% chance of rain on tomorrow and a high 49 degrees. Now, let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Jake, this has been a fun show. We've flown by. Yeah. Opposite of this week, though. This week is dragged. All right. I always love concluding our uh, week with a bang with our parting shots and also uh, Joey Trappe, the restaurant entrepreneur. He joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. What up, Joey? How are you doing this morning? Good morning, fellas. 
Hey, bud, I, we just had uh, Adam Winkler on the show. You may re- remember him from his days at KM. Oh, yeah. Uh, he probably took a dime or two from you on the card table. So I asked him the hard-hitting question about Joey Trappé. I said, his card game or him at the table, would he be more Tom Brady or Nick Foles? What do you think he responded with? He probably said Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gave you a little bit of a plug, said more like Carson Wentz. So. Not bad. Oh, okay, all right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the glory uh, days, by the way, Aaron. Yes, yeah, glory days, yes. <laughs> uh, Joey, uh, hey, by the way, uh, Michael Federico, the new ULM uh, baseball coach, tweeted out uh, just pictures of the, the new locker room and said, uh, gave you a shout-out, uh, thanks for giving back uh, uh, Joey Trappé. Just uh, how important is that to continue to give back not only the ULM athletics but Northeast Louisiana athletics as, as a whole? Man, Aaron, I think is very important. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I didn't play baseball, but yeah. uh, you know, I think it's a it's a deal where the local supporters, ex players of any sport, just need to find a way to give back to the programs and invest into the programs, and uh, that's how you rip, you know you reap the benefit of an investment. You got to kind of put a little bit in to get a little bit out. And uh, I went into baseball and just took a look at, um, you know, what, what were the needs? Um, it just so happened at the time they, they were in the need of some chairs, about four, you know, lounge, like recliner type, just yeah. lounge chairs. And then um, they wanted to put some graphics on the wall and the TVs that they had in there were, were pretty small. So uh, I was able to, to come up with some funds and, and help them out on that aspect and just make the players overall experience just a little bit better. Um, you know, is what I was trying to get out of it. And I think, uh, with the combined efforts of the, the graphic designers and a few people in town, um, Heifel associates in, in Monroe, um, kind of helped in with the chairs and, uh, smartphone security kind of helped me out with the TVs and, uh, they, they, just kind of all came together and we made it happen, and it, it seems like it's a pretty good deal for them. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Then you throw in the, the ping-pong table and the foosball table. Uh, well done on your part and the others that uh, pitched in. We're looking forward to a big weekend. Not only have the, the Super Bowl, but the huge Mardi Gras parade in Monroe uh, for local businesses and, of course, uh, for you. Uh, what's on tap or what you got planned for this weekend? Well, man, it's a busy weekend for us, for sure. You know, you got Lafayette coming up here to play ULM. Saturday, uh, which should draw, you know, a good crowd there. So uh, Fieldhouse is definitely looking forward to that. And then, uh, you know, Traps and Crawfish City is going to be rocking and rolling with the parade. Uh, last year, Crawfish City, uh, the parade, uh, Mardi Gras parade was our, our busiest day of the year. So, uh, you know, we got a big supply of crawfish this weekend. So um, we're excited about that. We hadn't really had this many crawfish all year long. Uh, but this little warm spell we had over the last week has really yielded that. And then, um, you know, Portico, we're going to have a live uh, band going on after the game, uh, after the parade. And, uh, you know, we just look forward to everybody getting out and moving around and uh, joining the festivities and just kind of having fun and enjoying the day. Joy, what happens on Sunday? Who wins this thing? Man, I got to pull for Doug, man. Uh, you know, I got to go for the hometown guy. I, I think uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think um, I think Doug and the, and the gang pull it out late with like a. I'm talking high score. I'm thinking 38-31. Wow. 
All right, we're jotting it down. Thanks, bud. We'll see you this weekend. Hi, uh, guys. Joey Trappe. We're going with the Eagles. 38-31. I'm thinking high score game as well. I'm All going right. over, too. All right. All right. Let's get to our parting shots. Look here. Look here, Blondie. God, I hate to hear that. I hate to hear that. And you and Nick up there at your little punch and juice show, y'all kind of made fun of it and went on to the next subject. I don't know why we can't understand that. And y'all treat me like garbage, man. Well, I don't really care to answer the critic. Y- y'all trumped up all over me. Wrong. That is absolute wrong. I'm a crowd pleaser. That's what I do. I try to play with my crowd. And I don't really care about that. It's the end of the conversation. Thank you very much. Have a great day. All right, Jake, I know you got a great parting shot, so I want to go with this. First of all, uh, happy birthday to my wife. Uh, she means the world to me. Oh, my goodness. What a suck-up. <laughs> Second of all, it's going to be an odd day for me at work. Uh, for literally 17 and a half years, I have been in one office in the, the KNOE building. Uh, through those 17 and a half years, we sort of renovated it literally uh, eight, nine years ago. All that consisted as of we had some uh, ratty AstroTurf in there. We pulled that back and threw it out, and we painted the walls about eight, nine years ago. And we've had the same decor for the last nine years. So I've been in this office for 17 and a half years. Today will be my final day in that office. Uh, there's major renovations. You renov- must be so emotional. Well, you know, you're, you're so used to one place, and you, you're kind of, I have my own little area. Well, now, after 17 and a half years, I leave that office. I don't want to hear you complain because you're getting an awesome Well, office. they're going to they're gonna kick me in with the, the news folks for, I think it's going to, hopefully, I'm going to be on these construction guys for probably about two months. But after those two months, then I'm going to have a, a new office inside the Kanui uh, station. It's going to be unbelievable. How big are the TVs? Uh, we're working on two of them, and we're working on good-sized TVs, and it's going to be phenomenal. But... It's just odd. You know, change is good. And now the renovations that are coming to KNOE, and I'm sure over the course of the next couple of months you'll see it, but it is going to be incredible. We're going to be talking about one of the nicest newsrooms and one of the nicest sports offices, thankfully, in the country. So pretty fired up, but it is weird. Seven and a half years, 17 and a half years, I'm leaving this uh, office. I'd leave that office with a smile <laughs> on my face. No one I was getting that? Hey, real quick, I want to mention Gary said, I'm already suggesting a future Thursday top ten topic. How about top ten Mike Meltdown? I like it. Can't wait on that one. Plenty of good ones out there. Yes. So we're already good. The front th- runner right top there. Top ten Thursday is a hit, Aaron. Front, front runner right there. Yeah. Ten will be kind of hard, though. Oh, no, it won't. You, you can do all sports. No, I'm saying just limited to ten. Oh, limited. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. What you got as a party shot? So uh, this doesn't need a whole lot of setup. We all know how Jeopardy works, uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, so this is a little round of Jeopardy. Uh, some smart People who are way smarter than you and I don't know a, a thing about football, and Alex Trebek has fun with it. Uh, football 200. Your choice, do or don't name this play in which the quarterback runs the ball and can choose to pitch it to another back. An option play. Ryan? <laughs> uh, football, 400. I can tell you guys are big football fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Landry perfected the shotgun formation with this team. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Uh, do you think we should go to commercial? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan? Take it on to 600. Okay, by signaling for one of these, a returner can reel in a kick without fear of getting tackled. Fair catch. 
Two clues left, Ryan. 800. These penalties are simultaneous violations by the offense and defense that cancel each other out. And they are called offsetting penalties. Let's look at the uh, $1,000 clue, just for the fun of it. <laughs> Jimmy? As Minneapolis's U.S. Bank Stadium prepares to host Super Bowl 52, I'm looking at the Ring of Honor with names from this defensive line that took the Vikings to four Super Bowls. If you guys <laughs> ring in and get this one, I will die. <laughs> Who are the purple people eaters? We're going to take a break. I have to talk to them. That almost felt like a Saturday night. It really did. Live a skit. It really did. Trebek, man. Just giving it to him. Yeah. So funny. All right. That was before, good. Before we head out, yeah. we need to put our money where our mouth is. We need to not. We're not betting because Lord knows how you pay up on your bets. Um, let's give a final score prediction. 24-21. Patriots win. 24-21. Pats. I'm literally writing it down. Nice. Uh, First. Shut up. I'm going 31-27. Pats. Oh, nice. Tabes, what you got? How's this thing going to play out? 27-21 uh, New England. Everybody enjoy the game. We'll be back uh, bright and early on Monday morning. Oh, I hate. I love discussing <laughs> the game. But, man, that uh, early wake-up call on uh, Monday morning following a Super Bowl is a little rough. Well, it starts at 530, so it's not too bad. Yeah, you got to stay up. you got to watch uh, you know, the post-game press conferences and other things. Yeah, you got to do other things, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening this week. We certainly had a lot of fun. Had great feedback on the text line. Let's do it again next week. Enjoy the game. See you. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.